Oh baby, we got ourselves a trade. <laughs> Big dog ball talk. This is uh, this is one that we we were hoping to have uh, you know maybe like a month and a half ago, Jordan. But uh, the podcast Probably three years ago. Yeah, honestly, yeah. That really, if you want to go back to it, uh, yeah, this is a long time coming. Damian Lillard finally traded from the Portland Trailblazers. We're gonna get into the full trade, how it impacts each team in this, uh, you know, blockbuster three-team mega deal uh, that that went down last night. Uh, you know, uh, and. First things first, Jordan. I mean, we'll we'll get the elephant out of the room here. We did pre-record some content uh, for yes, you guys, our, our divisional previews, <laughs> and we said if Damian Lillard somehow gets traded between this, because we even were trying to talk about teams other than the Trailblazers that we didn't think we were going to be involved in this at all. And then uh, you know the Bucks and the Suns, kind of out of nowhere, uh, just kind of threw themselves uh, into this race. So uh, there will be a little bit of content there that uh, our previews that this, a lot of the takes are still good. Uh, but obviously a little bit of it will be uh, skewed, but obviously just listen to this podcast and we'll be able to get you up there, Jordan. But I mean, uh, all, all in all, such an out-of-the-blue move. I mean, what were your impressions when you just heard the news that it had finally went down, Jordan? Yeah, I mean, I was at work. I was kind of refreshing my phone, waiting, waiting. I had a, you know, where everyone was just, I think, watching and waiting these last couple days. You know, the report a couple days ago, oh, the Raptors are the front runner. Next day, the Raptors are not the front runner. He's going to yep. Miami. It's like okay, okay, and then, boom! I mean, the the notification that that the Bucks get him. Uh, really, I was not expecting that at all. They weren't on my radar, uh, like one bit, uh, and like you know, maybe a little bit in a, you know, when when you're just thinking about hypothetically, theoretically, places where he would fit, but mm. there was just no rumblings about them at all. So that was crazy. And you and I am so like. Oh, I would have my phone would have been destroyed if I got the uh, the fake Shams tweet the Shams Sham that said the Raptors uh, were part of that deal because I would have literally freaked out if I realized that that was not true and that's mm-hmm. the notification I got. Did he actually send it out? Did he actually tweet it out? It's for the record. I mean, yeah, he, he did tweet it out. It was just uh, you know it's it's it was incorrectly done because he had tweeted out that like. It was all the trade details were right, but in his head he was probably like, "Oh, well, the Raptors were everything he was hearing was that the Raptors were going to be making the trade." Uh, oh so God. he instead of saying Bucks, he oh said Raptors. God. It's just so sad. It's uh, yeah. The, uh, anyway, I, luckily I didn't see that. I didn't even know about that till after I had digested this whole thing. Um, but, I mean, that would have uh, that would have been best case scenario, man. That the Raptors get Dame, and then they only has have to let, the Bucks just supply the, the Bucks, players for them. Yeah. That would be a yeah. That's a weird like that was a backroom deal, part of the Grievous Vasquez trade. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be uh, yeah. That would have been nice, but yeah, still I mean, still an even trade. <laughs> but like you know, I, it, it it's shocking in a lot of ways. It's it's kind of like a weird. It, it's it's not how I expected to feel after the Dame trade because mm-hmm. the thing is, I was like, oh yeah, Dame didn't, and then I actually forgot that the Bucks had Drew Holiday. But, like, when I saw that he was going out of there, I was like, oh, you're actually, this is actually, you know, a, a, a big subtraction, a big thing you're taking away from your team, plus a, a decent amount of your depth, uh, which already last year wasn't great. Um, that doesn't mean I'm not super high on the Bucks, and, and, and they're probably the favorites to win the East just because of those two, but you th- that is a, a, a you know... It's a deal that I would make too, but but you're losing a lot, um, even though you're bringing in, uh, you know, a, a, a 
you know, top 75 player mm-hmm. ever, uh, quote unquote, uh, pl- player in Dame Lillard. So, um, you know, to, yeah, just, just to talk about, you know, we, we can talk about the, we'll, we'll talk about the other two teams involved as well, obviously, but for the Bucks, um, I, yeah, I'm interested to hear what you think about. I mean, I, cause I, I, I do think that this makes them, uh, yeah, the favorite in the East probably, but I would have I would have liked it better. I don't know if maybe they had find a way to to keep Drew. You could have ran ran him in the backcourt. He's a pretty versatile uh, guy. He could have paired really nextly as a defensive piece next to Dame. Um, mm-hmm. That would have been a perfect fit. But I, I don't know. I'm I, I I leave it for the Bucks thinking this is great for you guys. But you know, be careful. This 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 you, you might be pushing your luck a little bit here. Yeah, no, and before we uh, before we dive too too deep, uh, just for anybody uh, who's uh, doesn't have it in front of them or hasn't actually seen the entire full trade details, uh, yes, the Bucks yeah, receive Damian Lillard, the Trailblazers receive Drew Holiday, DeAndre Ayton, Tumani Kamara, twenty twenty nine unprotected first round pick from Milwaukee, and unprotected Milwaukee swap rights in twenty twenty eight and twenty thirty. Uh, the Suns, the final team part of this deal, get Yusuf Nurkic, Grayson Allen, Nasir Little, and Keon Johnson. Uh, and we'll, we'll be talking about the, the Trailblazers side of this too. Drew Holiday likely uh, on the move. Uh, won't be sticking around there uh, by, by any means. But uh, uh, to, to get into it, I mean, yeah, you, you, you're right on this. Like, I, I do think that, you know, the upside, the ceiling of this team goes way up with, with Dame in there instead of Drew Holiday. But, yeah. I mean, when you give up a couple other key guys, like, I mean, uh, we, we like to clown him. We like to make fun of him. He is a little bit of a, a villain in the NBA. Uh, but legitimately, I mean, giving up a guy like Grayson Allen is a big loss. You're giving up, uh, you know, potentially, uh, you're, you're giving up one first-round pick, uh, but then, you know, you're, you're going to be ended up giving them more favorable ones. You would think that those are going to be in the, 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 the mid-20s uh, at worst. Yeah. Um, but uh, otherwise, I mean, it really is just giving up Drew Holiday that uh, I think really makes the main impact on this. Uh, I, I don't think this was... Again, like the from the rumored packages we heard, I don't think that this is the best one that they could have gotten. Uh, I think that you know even what whatever they flip Drew Holiday for still won't totally be what uh, you know that won't culminate in uh, a package that's better than the rumored ones offered by the Raptors or the Heat, in my opinion. Uh, but uh, this is a, a good spot for Dame. I think if you want to look at it from a player's perspective, I mean. He's now, I mean, Milwaukee's not maybe the sexiest destination in the world, um, but, you know, they've, they've got a championship culture there. They've, uh, you know, they know how to win. Giannis, uh, you know, and Dame, I, I believe, have a good relationship, uh, you know, off the court. I actually saw a clip. I had totally forgotten about it. Uh, the All-Star draft, uh, Dame actually yes. picked, uh, or Dame was picked first by Giannis before yeah, Chris yeah. Middleton, which is kind of a faux pas. Um, yeah. But all in all, I mean, I'm excited to see how Dame and Giannis work together. Uh, that that's my biggest thing. Like I mean, the two of them, two you know probably you could argue uh, like two top ten players. Uh, you know, Giannis probably a, a top five even. Uh, the the two of them are going to be able Definitely. to just run 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 havoc across the NBA, especially the Eastern Conference. Going to be one of the the top duos in the league, but bar none. Uh, that that pick and roll is going to be deadly, uh, and I, I I think that this is going to be a handful, but. Uh, all in all, like I'm, I if I'm the Bucks or if I'm a Bucks fan, I'm ecstatic. With, you know how this haul has worked out for you. You take one of the best point guards in the league, and you pretty much give up your starting point guard already, which you know he's going to be benched or would have a lesser role anyhow. Uh, and then you're kind of 
pesky shooting guard. Uh, you know, the, the picks are picks, whatever. You're, you're not really using them anyways. So I, I think this is a, a, a great win for, uh, for the Bucks. And, you know, yeah, I, I, like you said, I still think their bench depth is a little thin. But, uh, yeah, the, this, this Bucks team is going to be for real this year. Yeah, I, I think so, too. It's just, you know, the championship culture came after they got Drew Holiday. Before mm-hmm. that, they were, uh, you know, it's. It, I, I think they kind of, to me, too, the other thing is this is a, a little bit of, you're kind of pushing your luck in terms of, like, bad juju here. Uh, just, yeah, obviously, you would make that trade. Anyone would. Um, but, like, you know, Drew was uh, such a big part. He, he was the, the, the piece that they brought in to, uh, you know, push them over the, the top when they won in, in 2021. Um, and, like, you know, it, it's, again, anyone would do this deal. I'm not saying I wouldn't. Um, but it, it's, it's sacri- I, I think you're, in bringing in Dame, like the star of that caliber, you, you have to make sacrifices, obviously. But you're sacrificing a lot of your, like, defensive identity. Because now... Yeah. Yeah, you have Brook Lopez and Giannis. That's probably the best uh, defensive front court in the league. Uh, you know, in in terms of if you're just looking at the two, you know, the the, the four and the five spots. Um, but then outside of that, Dame's not guarding a, a single person at a, you know at at 33 years old, and especially going into the next couple seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris Middleton isn't the defender he once was. Uh, yeah. you know, after he's dealt with injuries and stuff. Clay so Thompson. Yeah, well, exactly, uh, and and now you're 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 relying on Pat Connaughton, who's going to be your your fifth starter, who I yep. really like and can defend, but he I, I he's he's Pat Connaughton was much better when you had him in in that Bucks rotation of those those uh, you know uh, shooting guard guys like Grayson Allen, and you had Wes Matthews you could throw in there, and, and those guys that they rotated when when you've just got him, that's a lot of pressure. Um, and then yeah, off off the off the bench, like you you're still kind of the, the same sort of depth issues as last year so yeah I, I again just just you know a hundred percent Giannis and Dame that's pro- probably the best duo in the league if Dame is still at the level he's been at the last couple of years that's just insane and they work perfectly together um but you know last year Miami got beat or sorry Miami beat uh Milwaukee mm-hmm. uh and and the Part of the reason they did it is, you know, there, there was there was a perimeter guy, uh, you know, Jimmy. I know he went crazy on the whole league, and it was against it was against uh, uh, Drew Holiday, who is kind of the best guy that you can put up against him. But but I told you, you know, man, Butler, he got DeRozan. He, he, he well, he did, but like Jimmy Butler just bullied the backcourt of of the Bucks, and I just mm-hmm. think that if you're going to be a championship team, you can have all the offensive firepower you want. You need de- you need defensive firepower as well. So uh, yeah, we'll we'll see if the Bucks can hold that because already last year compared to previous years, their defense kind of slipped. We'll see if they'll be able to hold it together with their sort of really good rim protection. Giannis being that rover without a good or you know, they, they they no longer really have a good perimeter defender, um, and and that mm-hmm. that might be an issue. So that's the only thing I'm watching. But yeah, overall, I would do this trade. I like this trade. I agree with you. It's it's one. That, that makes the Bucks, uh, yeah, the, the upside is is, is, is really crazy. Um, and, and who knows, they might not be done. They don't really have much le- left to give up. But, uh, you know, if, if, if you're trading for 33-year-old Damian Lillard, you're clearly desperate. You're trying to get the best team around Giannis immediately to coax him into sticking around even longer. So they might they might go out and try and upgrade um, in other places. You know, you know, 
like the Raptors the summer they traded for Kawhi. They weren't done at the trade deadline. They went and got Marcus Gasol, which was a, mm-hmm. a crucial move uh, and some one more piece that they needed. So maybe maybe the Bucks look to do even more around the fringes here. But but they they've got the bones, um, and and so yeah, this is uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see how they do. But yeah, I, I would say I would say best duo in the league. I think I'm prepared to yeah. say that uh, right now. Yeah, I, I don't think many people could argue with that. Uh, not many other teams that have two guys of that caliber, that's for sure. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how Adrian Griffin wants to kind of implement this new game plan, yeah. the fresh fresh new look uh, box. Yeah. I think it's going to be exciting. I think these guys are going to be a little more flashy, a little bit more uh, focused on offense, and, uh, you know, could, could turn out well. But, and uh, Dame, I mean, Dame is also exactly what they need in terms of, like, a closer. Mm-hmm. That's the one thing the Bucks have not had. Chris Middleton filled that role in the finals run. I think they don't... <laughs> I think the organization is like, we don't know if this guy will ever get back to that level again because he didn't look like that guy last year. And that's the one knock on Drew is that offensively in the playoffs, he's just not he's not where you need to be. And mm-hmm. like they need a closer because Giannis can't really do that, go get his own shot. Dame is maybe the best playoff closer of all time. Or sorry, that that might be a bit much, but you know he he has that reputation and he he's he's proven that he can do that with the amount of insane uh, you know game winning shots he's hit the way he yep, can yep. just you know. Uh, uh, make something out of nothing, something the Bucks have not had. So from that aspect, too, he's, he's exactly what they, they've kind of been missing. Well, uh, let's see if Damian Lillard uh, really will make that uh, that championship edge. Uh, he'll fi- maybe he'll finally get one. Uh, you know that ring he's uh, he's tried to get for so long. Uh, the the White Iverson uh, sing the chorus. Uh, but uh, to to move on uh, in this three team trade, you know, obviously the Bucks getting Damian Lillard is the the biggest part of this uh, this move. But uh, you know, let's look at Dame's uh, former home and see how the it affects them. Uh, acquiring, like I said before, DeAndre Ayton, Tumani Kamari, Drew Holiday, and then the 2029 first round pick, and then two first round pick swaps uh, in 28 and 30. Uh, this is this is an interesting haul for the Trailblazers. Uh, kind of like we said earlier, uh, going into this, uh, you know, Drew Holiday is uh, right away when I saw he was getting sent to the Blazers. I figured there's no way they get they're keeping this guy. Yeah. Uh, doesn't really make sense to. Uh, have another veteran point guard there that when you're trying to develop a, a brand new young fresh uh, backcourt just doesn't make sense to, to, to you know gatekeep that unless you really thought Drew is a, a great mentor and you just kind of want to make him ride the bench but there's so many people out there so many teams that would love to have a Drew Holiday on them uh, you know contenders that are, are looking to upgrade and uh, you know we were kind of throwing out a bunch of uh, destinations that he could possibly uh, you know land in uh, the Sixers are an early favorite to, to go after him uh, you know the Miami Heat ironically enough would uh, would be a big team that's going after them but uh, you know whatever team that gives it up you got to assume you know they're going to get at least another first round pick and you know at, at this point you look at that that hall the 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 the, the blazers you know they're going to be bringing in uh you know two new unprotected first round picks and who knows maybe they can get another couple of pick swaps like they're going to have a nice edge in draft capital but I'm actually pretty big on the move to get DeAndre Ayton right now. Uh, yeah. I think this is going to be really exciting. Uh, we've never seen Ayton have his chance to kind of run the show. Uh, you know, his rookie year, he came in. Devin Booker's already on the team. He's already kind of starting to break out as a potential star uh, and, and was always kind of the second fiddle. He never got along with management or coaches, and, you know, maybe that's on him. I don't know if that, you know, that, that his personality will translate and anything will change uh, in Portland. You know, I hope it does. Uh, you know, Billups, if you can get this guy uh, reined in a little bit, that would be amazing. But, uh, I, you know, coming out of Take college. Take like, PlayStation. 
Yes, yes, that is probably a good idea. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm interested to see kind of what he can do with this team because he he's going to be a, the the big dog on this team. He's going to be looked at as a guy who needs to help bring uh, the, the the Trailblazers to this next step in uh, you know the the beginning of the rebuilding stages here uh, since they're finally actually rebuilding. But they're going to have a, a head start here with a guy like uh, DeAndre Ayton. Like I, I wouldn't be surprised to see him. You know. Uh, I don't know if his team will be, you know, successful, but uh, he'll be putting up all-star numbers. I would be shocked if he's not. You know, twenty-two and twenty-two and twelve. I, I don't think is out of the question. Uh, no. Like he's he's going to get tons of uh, opportunity to, you know, go and push the pace and uh, you know work down low and kind uh, of really showcase his game. So I I think that this is, uh, you know, the the rare three-team trade that are actually kind of think all teams won a little bit but uh i'm interested to see you know scoot uh shade and sharp and then uh, deandre Ayton start to kind of build this uh the squad around them uh you know that that big three could be pretty uh pretty damn exciting to watch uh, in the years to come yeah yeah and i mean like uh I, I think Stephen A. Smith said it back uh, when, when Pau Gasol got traded to the Lakers. He was like, uh, Kwame Brown is gone. Just rejoice. Uh, and that's how I feel about Yusuf Nurkic. Not only have mm-hmm. the Blazers got off Dame, but they've got rid of Yusuf Nurkic, who has just been sitting on their team, it feels like, for tw- 20 fucking years, mm-hmm. uh, not not being healthy enough to play. And that Ozzie frees and up Beast. that... <laughs> and that frees up that center spot for perfectly for, for someone like DeAndre Ayton. Like, yeah, still a young guy, 25 years old, comes in. Um, kind of fits the timeline uh, well with with Scoot and Shaden Sharp, um, and and yeah, he's just gonna have all he, that that front court is just gonna be his his domain. He can do whatever mm-hmm. he, he needs to do, and that's that's a an exciting thing to be able to give a young guy. Like that's why we were all like, you know, send send Ben Simmons somewhere to like Portland where they just don't have anyone up there who's gonna clog anything up. Um, you know, who's gonna clog up minutes? Uh, you know, roles gonna be whatever. It's just gonna be like, no, you just go. And, and 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 do it you know make your mistakes grow do your thing and and, mm-hmm. and yeah i think to to get deandre ayton as the sort of main young player well you know we'll see what comes of the drew holiday flip but i think deandre ayton's gonna be at the end of the day the main young player you get back for dame mm-hmm. i think that's just i think that's perfect um and and yeah he he, he, he fits a need for them uh you know he, he just kind of checks all the boxes um and if if he can develop into you know a big reason why he was drafted you know first overall he was first overall right yep was, yep yep was, ahead of uh luca and trey marvin. and jaron jackson yeah the marvin yeah. yep and then luca um the, the, but yeah the, the big reason he was drafted where he was was because like he he's fucking massive uh and yep. he is he projected to be the really good anchor of a defense and he showed a little bit of that ability in phoenix but Phoenix was just not, you know, looking back on, you know, now that the era's over, everyone was like, oh, you know, Chris Chris Paul, he, he brought him along, he was so great, and he was really great in that 21 finals run, um, mm-hmm. and, and sort of was ahead of schedule in his development, but when you think about it, like, the Suns weren't really, especially after they got Kevin Durant, they just weren't, weren't really the place for him, like, there was, it was too much of a, you know, movement, spacing, you know, uh, jump shooting style of a mm-hmm. team. No, uh, he, for, tr- he tried to sign the offer sheet with Indiana in the yeah. offseason after that, it's yeah. never been good with him there. No, and that that relationship with Monty Williams soured, you know, immediately after those finals, uh, you know, and and they just didn't fucking speak or whatever, or, or I don't know if that was after the the disastrous series against uh, 
the the Mavs in the in the the, the year after that. But you know, they, they just it, it clearly was untenable. So yeah, I'm glad he's somewhere where, like you said, he can just kind of spread his wings and maybe develop into that defensive anchor. Uh, which would be exactly what uh, the, the 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 Blazers would need. I mean, the, mm-hmm. even just like I I finally I have something to you know I, I've been I'm more excited about the Blazers now than I have been in the past like five years. Even though Dame Lillard has been there because they've got DeAndre Ayton you know uh, at, at the center spot. They've got that backcourt um, which uh, which we just talked about in our preview, which I still really like Scoot and and Shaden Sharp and. And now, even if you don't move uh, Jeremy Grant, I'm kind of okay with that. Like, if that's the worst case, like, yeah, you've got to hold on to this kind of expensive guy. He he can he now kind of has more flexibility to move. He can play the three a little bit if he has to. He can play the four next to Aiton a lot of the time. You know, he can just kind of – he doesn't have to focus so much on being this defensive stopper uh, if, if Aiton uh, is able to, you know, uh, hold down the paint a little bit. Um, and he can just focus on going and getting his, you know, 25. So – yeah, I think I think it's great for for the Blazers. They got uh, Kamara, who the Suns drafted as well. You know, who knows if he's gonna turn out to be a rotation player? You know, we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, and then and then yeah, I mean, I, I like the pick pick equity that they've got at least so far. And and yeah, one or two for Drew probably, depending on um, you know who you can get to to bite on something. And you're gonna have to match salary, so you're gonna get more players for Drew as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and and hopefully they're you know young. Youngish players from from a contender that doesn't really need them, uh, so I think at the end of the day, right now I don't I don't know if this is like you know everyone's kind of clowning this package, but I think once we see what you get for Drew, I, I do think the Blazers will have gotten a pretty decent haul for Lillard considering the the circumstances uh, of you know when he asked out um, and and the leverage that they had, um, and and so so yeah and 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 when it comes to Drew. I do think there's going to be a bit of a bidding war because, my yep. God, like we were talking about it, the Celtics, the Clippers. You mentioned the Heat and the 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 Sixers already. I could go through so many other teams. Uh, the I told you, man. Lakers, the, the Pelicans, the Pelicans, all these teams that have aspirations. Drew Holiday is such a a an asset that a lot of teams just don't have the luxury of just the most people don't have a drew holiday this incredible Mm -hmm. defensive point guard so many teams have other players around uh you know in 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 guard spots that is like oh they they can really score but that you know it's they they can't really defend it'd be great if they had a you know good defensive point guard next to them that's why like guys like marcus smart and and drew holiday are just so freaking valuable uh, so I do think the the Blazers, uh, you know, like I said, once this is over, they'll, they'll I think they'll get a pretty high high price for Drew Holiday as well, uh, and it'll be a nice little uh, a nice little haul for for their uh, for the best Blazer ever, Damian Lillard. <laughs> well, uh, we're gonna keep our eyes open to see you know, what they can do to flip uh, Drew and where he ends up, and uh, I'm sure that'll the be. The Raptors, I forgot to mention those boys. That'll uh, that they, they they wouldn't mind it, I don't think. Uh, but yeah, that we'll we'll get into the uh, the the topic of uh, you know Drew and his uh, potential new destination uh, once it goes down. Uh, you know, I'm sure it won't be quite as a blockbuster as this, but uh, you know, I'm sure it'll still Another be a emergency big emergency pod. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right away, sound the alarm. Uh, the last team involved in this three-team trade, and probably the weirdest part of uh, this entire thing, uh, the the Phoenix Suns. Uh, acquiring Grayson Allen, Keon Johnson, Nas Little, and Yusuf Nurkic. Uh, this is on the okay as a whole. When you look at this, this is a great move for the Suns. 
they oh, yeah. moved the, uh, and you know, I'm not going to you know call them it, but essentially for them, a locker room cancer, a guy who they, <laughs> nobody respects, nobody likes, nobody wanted to play with anymore. They wanted to take the ball and they can go home. Uh, but now, uh, you know, the a team that you know, we just talked about, and you guys can hear about it on our, uh, you know, our, our Pacific Division uh, yeah, recap or preview. Sorry, everybody. Yeah, uh, but the one of the biggest things that we kind of pinpoint as an issue with uh, the Suns that was an issue with them last year and really kind of held them back uh, long term was their depth. Acquiring four guys who are all, you know, yep. I, I mean, Grayson Allen is a starting caliber guard. Uh, you maybe can play a little bit of the three, probably not. But, uh, you know, e- either way, he might crack into that starting rotation or at least just be a, a pivotal six man. Uh, and then, I mean, you've got Keon Johnson and Nas Little who are, you know, good investments, good pieces that, you know, could really, uh, you know, bring some energy off the bench. Uh, they, they've never really played on a team of this magnitude, but, uh, you know, I, I think they could bring them along to become serviceable pieces, uh, even though they really haven't had a chance to spread their wings yet. But you look at this trade and you realize, oh, shit, they're relying on Yusuf Nurkic, who <laughs> literally cannot stay on the court, cannot stay healthy, to be their starting center. I mean, I know it's a small ball uh, revolution right now, Jordan, but you need to have a center. You need to have one center that you can play. And uh, they don't have a single center pretty well uh, once he goes down. Because it's inevitable. He's not going to play the whole season. He's going to be hurt. Every single year he's been hurt. Uh, it's going to happen. And after that... Who the hell is going to be playing the five for the Suns? Uh, maybe there's another move for them to make here, but I, if they're banking on having Nurkic there for the whole season, uh, I mean, one, I don't know how that's going to fit. He's going to clog up the paint, and I mean, obviously everyone else in the team could shoot the lights out. Uh, but uh, I, I just—he's a big body for screen setting, so I, I mean, I do get it a little bit offensively. He can finish himself, uh, you know, when he's going to the rim. But uh, I mean, realistically, I just think that this. Part of the move, I mean, as much as, you know, they, they didn't want to have John Day and they didn't want to pay in the salary or whatever, whatever, whatever. I just don't think that this is going to work. I don't think it's going to mesh. And I think this could actually come back to bite them in the ass a little bit this season. Yeah, I I, I really, the, the sad thing is that I really liked Nurkic when he was, uh, you know, back when he was playing. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. I, I thought he was, you know, he, he, he better than you, he sort of, he was better than you would think defensively. He was, you know, typical of, uh, you know, uh, th- that that type of uh, European, former Yugoslavian uh, type of center who could really pass the ball. He was really, you know, uh, had a good feel for the game, had, had good touch, all, all that stuff you mentioned. Like, I, 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 I really, really liked, uh, you know, what, what he brought to the table. But, um, you know, it's just, yeah, I don't see him ever reaching that point again. And... With with those you know lower body body injuries with with big men uh, you know all, all the stuff he's dealt with they just get more lumbering they just get worse over time um, and and yeah I just I don't see like I, I had heard him linked to the Suns a bunch of different times and I'm like why are the Suns trying to trying to get this guy like do they do they know something we don't like do uh, I, I I don't I never knew why that would be a target for them um, mm-hmm. unless they're just, unless they're just punting on centers altogether and they're just saying, you know what, uh, Kevin, Kevin Durant, it's your time, man. Yeah, reveal, indeed. reveal yourself. You're really seven foot. Let's see it. But bust the measuring tape out. Because I don't even know. I, I know they, they've had Biombo. I don't know if they actually have re-signed Biombo, if his contract's I up. I don't even know. I, I'm pretty sure if I'm remembering right, Drew Eubanks is the backup center behind, and go. then behind him is Bull Bull. 
they might have. I think and, like, they, they might have Chimeze Metu. Uh, oh, maybe I'm misremembering. But but either way. If those are your, if that's your center depth, that's stinky. That's shit. Yeah. That's not yeah. good, man. Like that's like like uh, everybody loves to you know hype up Bull Bull, and I think at this point it's more of a meme than anything. Uh, yes. Like he cannot be relied on to play starting center minutes yet. Like uh, I think it would, he obviously has a very unique skill set. He can't be relied on. It. Drew Eubanks might actually be one of the worst centers in the league. Uh, <laughs> like straight up. Uh, he, he, no, he, it's okay. like it's like Bill Wennington came back and decided True. to come and play a little bit, but he lost but his size and his strength yeah. and his yeah. uh, you know his intensity. His facial hair. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, but it, it legitimately, yeah. This, like this, uh, if they play any team in the West that you know, like, like again, if they matched up again with the Suns uh, or the Suns match up again with the Nuggets. Maybe Jokic that's why they got Yurkic, uh, uh, Nurkic, uh, you know, just a little. They, they're very familiar yeah. with each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that that might honestly be the play. I, maybe Nurkic just doesn't see the floor until a potential Nuggets series. And then it's like, all right, come on, buddy. Just, you know, be uh, b- body him up. See, see what you can do here. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I, I, don't, I, I don't really get it. Unless, I mean, I don't know. I'm keeping the possibility open that Nurkic is finally fully healthy. Maybe he's faking injuries up there in Portland yeah. he just didn't want to be there for a couple years. Can't um, stand and, being with Dame. Yeah. And, like, you, you do want, on this team, obviously I want a more veteran, experienced center than I do want someone like DeAndre Ayton. Even even if everything was, you know, good with between Ayton and the Suns, I, I, you know, this team, uh, you know, uh, like we said with the Bucks, the the Suns are trying to win right now ASAP. Uh, you know, uh, you know, let's get this done. Uh, you know, today. Um, so yeah, I get the move to get a veteran center, but Nurkic isn't even that experienced because he, he's he's probably he's got the experience level of like a third year player. That's that's how much he's fucking actually played over these last uh, few years. So, you know, I, I I get the idea sort of, but yeah, I just never really understood why there's 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 other centers they could have went out and gotten. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, I, I guess they saw their opportunity. Maybe the the, the market for Aiton wasn't you know very hot. You know, I, and I I don't think it it really was. I know that there were teams interested in him last year, namely you know the Raptors. Uh, apparently, there there was some other teams sniffing around. Um, but they the the Suns in any case needed to do this Aiton for mm-hmm. four players type of thing. They had to. Their depth was just way too awful outside of that. And, yeah, uh, sorry, listeners. Uh, we we, are, we had already previewed the Pacific Division, uh, so we talked about the Suns' terrible depth already. Um, yeah, so, you can uh, still hear what we think about that. Bradley Bradley Beal's fit with the yeah. team. That's, all, uh, that's a good conversation. Still 100%, applicable. 100%. 100%. And they're still not the deepest team in the league. I mean, don't get me no, wrong. They've, no, they've still I mean, got depth Keon issues. Johnson and, uh, yeah. Keon Johnson and Nas Little have, yeah, they, they haven't proven nothing. No, absolutely nothing, and they're still very young. So for for a team, uh, you know, trying to uh, win now, it's it, they're they're gonna you know have to really prove themselves to even get in that rotation. But mm-hmm. so it might just be Nurk and Grace Grayson Allen. But even two for one, like they needed to do something to to get more players, just more fucking bodies on this team, yeah. uh, even just to get through the regular season. So crazy, they couldn't the get right a single pick. Do. Well, yeah, like I'm not uh, even saying the first, but like just like a pick swap, second rounder. Yeah. I don't know something. Yeah, yeah, it's. It, I, that's why I, I like what the Suns did. It was it was kind of a no-brainer, like you said, because, yeah, they were just trying to get off Aiton however they could. But, but yeah, I, I would have imagined once Aiton went, there would have been a, a, a slightly better deal, a slightly, uh, you know, tastier deal for them out there on the market. Because if you're being a pessimist, 
uh, you're getting Grayson Allen, who's going to get uh, you know ejected and suspended three games into the <laughs> yeah. season, probably. Mm-hmm. Nurk, who's going to be on the bench uh, all all season long, um, and then two young guys who don't know what they're doing. So you know, there there's there's two ways of looking at it, I guess, for the Suns, and and, and it's going to be interesting to see. Um, but but yeah, it's it's something they just they 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 had to turn Aiton into um, more players, and and you know, to 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 get four for him, uh, I I think overall. That's a win for the Suns, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll see. I, I I'm I'm definitely I'm 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 definitely that that puts the Suns in in higher uh, regard for me uh, mm-hmm. now in terms of their standing in the West. If you can get a semi healthy season out of Nurkic, but but that's gonna yeah. be a big question mark. Well, uh, everybody, let us know what you think about uh, this insane blockbuster deal. Damian Lillard to the Milwaukee Bucks at Big Dog Ball Talk. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, those are the best places to reach us. Uh, but uh, check us out on any of your, uh, your preferred uh, social media. We're out there at Big Dog Ball Talk. Help us help you bring you more content. Uh, you know, Give us that follow at Big Dog Ball Talk. Uh, and we will be back. Uh, this, this, this episode will be coming out, I believe it should be the Thursday. Uh, so tomorrow, if you're listening to this, you're an eager beaver, you're listening to the upload right away you're a loyal follower uh, we appreciate you uh we are going to be having our first divisional preview episode like we had teased uh you know beginning here uh starting tomorrow the friday uh friday it's gonna be it's gonna be a banger uh, we're, we're kicking it off with the uh, the northwest division again we tried to get up to yeah, game notwithstanding, but it's okay because I think the Trailblazers might be the final team in that uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that, that observation. So you can just, uh, by the end of it, you can skip through, see what fucking funny thing Jordan has to say, and uh, call it a day. Uh, but, uh, you know, be on the lookout. We're back to our Monday and Friday schedule. Uh, I know you guys have probably been clamoring for uh, a double dose of uh, Big Dog Ball Talk in your life. And, uh, you're getting it back now. Uh, but this has been Big Dog Ball Talk, Matt Acorn, and Jordan Flegel. And as my good friend Jordan always says... Uh, hey mom, I know you're listening. Happy birthday, Happy Mama. birthday, Esther. Uh, Esther. Apps. Happy birthday, Matt. Sing us out like you did before. Alex, put some music on. Happy birthday to Happy birthday to you. Happy Happy birthday, dear Esther. The highest I've ever seen your voice. Happy birthday. Love you, Esther.